uh, what's the date? God damn it. July 30th. I don't even know. Episode 148, available on DTube, Vimeo, VO, DTube, Vimeo, VO, <laughs> YouTube, Anchor, BitChute. So those will be on, that will be in the top comment in the description. And um, yeah, my buddy Jack McDermott, who I've known since fifth grade. Well, so we yeah we were just talking about we were just talking about video games. So let's jump right back to it. I just wanted to start recording before I got too ADD and forgot. But um, yeah, I'm going. I'm just playing GTA Five. I turned off the cops, and uh, I like to get lost in an audio book. And just right now, I'm listening to um, oh, what, what is what's the name of it? It's it's actually very good. I thought it would be. That would be goofy. UFOs, generals, pilots, and government officials go on the record by Leslie Keen. And it's like, it's like a very unsexy, it's not like, oh, little green men. It's just like, it's all former like Air Force officials, like Pentagon officials. And it's just like very cut and dry, like reports. And it's, when it's put in that light, it's it's a little more eerie. Because when it's all sexy and sci-fi you can just brush it off but when it's like f-22 pilots like yeah i was watching this light and then it shot across the sky and then went directly up and then went down and went over the horizon at mach 100 and i couldn't even track it i don't know what that was and it's like you know bob smith like 35 year like 35 year like air force veteran it's like it's a little weird it's a little little eerie but um yeah jack why don't you introduce why don't you introduce yourself for everyone listening? Sure. Um, I'm Jack McDermott. Um, no, Tommy and I have known each other, Tommy Mission, since fifth grade. Um, I'm the founder of Humanity Capital. Um, it's a venture uh, startup uh, sort of grassroots movement um, where we're investing in the world's best asset, people, um, instead of corporations or companies or the stock market creating a creating a place where you could um, help grow people. And um, the the whole idea behind it was sort of sparked by the idea of like, you know, you invest money in corporations and companies and that, that, that allows them to grow and take risks and it tends to be, you know, to be the best that they can be. And the idea was what if you could actually do that for a person? What if you could lift somebody up their Maslow's hierarchy of needs where you to fulfill their mm-hmm. shelter and food mm-hmm. and everything, and then they can just be left to create and be left to be left to um, produce and be be able to become the best that they can be because someone bet on them because someone um, invested in them, um, and you sort of uh, these sort of already exist on some college campuses. They're called income sharing agreements, mm-hmm. um, where someone will take on a student loan, de- someone's student loan debt, or give someone a few thousand dollars for their student loan debt, and they'll. The student will agree to um, share a small percentage, usually between one or ten percentage of their income for the next few years, three, four, five, six years, um, and it's, it's sort of making the idea, thinking about if we have systems that we're not really always happy with, and that sort of benefit uh, um, corporations and people, why don't we change the system? Hmm. Why don't we figure out ways that we can change and invest in people and help help them grow? And so that was sort of the idea behind uh, Humanity Capital. I got the logo behind me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like it, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I love the I, so, I, I love the idea. I legitimately, I'm not just kissing your ass. I legitimately fucking love the idea. 
I think, yeah. it's, I think it's badass. Yeah. Um, and so in practicality and how it works is, so um, according to the Securities and Exchange Commission, if you're what's called an accredited investor, and all that means is an individual that's made $200,000 on the last two years tax returns, you don't have to invest in a security. Uh, you can invest in anything. So you can invest in person. Um, and that's sort of how it works. And you sort of, uh, we, we would sort of handle the contracts, we would handle uh, the connection center, we would handle all the logistics of, of the connection, and then we would help work out uh, an agreement, um, maybe between one and seven percent or one to percent, ten percent of uh, the the income in, in in return for you know a thousand or a few thousand or tens of thousands of dollars to help that individual. Um, mm. And so that's sort of how it would work. Um, that's and uh, yeah, it's really really exciting time. That dude, that's absolutely beautiful. I had on my buddy yesterday, Marcus Cardona, who's a stand-up comedian. I don't know if you remember, but at Pius, I moved up to Maine for one year. And I've uh, I've I've st- stayed in touch with some of the uh, some of them, 2007 to 2008. One of them was Marcus Cardona, and uh, he's a stand-up comedian now in New York. Anyway, but we were talking yesterday, like, what would you do if you had a billion dollars? And we were like, you know, like anything we start or you know wills you set up, like, is that going to help out like the next generation? Are they just going to become bratty trust fund kids? And we both concluded yeah. that like what the thing we would do was try to help eliminate undifferentiated pain mean not like maybe if i get someone a car they can go to work or you know maybe i put this person through the best private school and they'll become because that doesn't always work out but we were like you know it does suck regardless if you're black or white regardless if you're straight or gay man or woman regardless if you're jeff bezos or just you know an unwanted child in some tribe in africa like you know what sucks being thirsty or not having food an empty stomach sucks diarrhea sucks splinters suck you know shoes water food sunburns suck look how white i am shelter that'd be nice (laughs) you know vaccines are you know that doesn't mean i can stop the oppressive warlords in your country but like that immediate unpolitical those base pains that everyone fucking hates you know yeah Uh, a cavity uh, a boil just some base we're like what would we alleviate and it would be just take that away and maybe maybe they'll become some movie story where they come out of africa and become ceo maybe they don't but it's like but what if you could just uh, just get rid of that just baseline hell you know totally. and i think that's kind of what you're saying on a di- on a different level but yeah what if you yeah. could just and that's what this podcast is, dude. I started working at a liquor store because, like, I haven't turned this into money yet. I want to turn this into money because it's. I found even working the last two weeks, the quality of my podcasts have gone down because I don't have all the free time I do to just read, 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 go online, have you know, listen to the news, yeah. just always get topics, email a hundred people a day. You know, now it's you know, I'll work eight hours and you know, come home and I'm exhausted and and it's like fuck. So that that's my thing is like, how do I, how do I get enough money? How do I save up save up enough money to give myself a, like a year block of like being able to go live in an apartment and try to get the podcast going? What is so what what is is this in any way related to Karma cryptocurrency? 
Uh, they're different ventures, but they're they're around the base idea that we're trying to unleash the goodness in, in humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the sort of the logo is sort of helping hands behind me, mm-hmm. um, and sort of relation relating to your story you just talked about. Um, what if you someone could could bet on you and say this Tommy Kerrigan? Uh, me personally, I've known you my whole life. I know that you you were going to have a successful podcast. Um, like other than investing in myself and my ventures that I'm going on. What if, uh, what if I was allowed to, um, right now came to do because I'm, I don't, I don't, 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 not an accredited investor, but what if I, what if I was able to bet on Tommy Kerrigan yeah. and say, I'll give you $40,000 for your, for sort of, for your podcast or for whatever you wanted yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny you mentioned your comedian friend. Uh, I think this, this idea kind of was ruminating my head for, I think a few years, like loosely. I remember like thinking a couple of years ago that like, Two of my favorite comedians are Sam Morrill and um, Mark Norman. They're New York comedians that are really popular right now. But like a few years ago, no one really knew about them. And I like I knew about. I knew they're going to be really good. Yeah. And so I remember thinking at the time. I think I said this to a couple of people. Like if I could like, if I could just like invest in those comedians. Yeah. So if I, if yeah. Only I could just like give them like, like a few thousand or whatever I can spare, and like. Um, Watch you know, go. In their future income, maybe you know, like a small percentage of the exchange. That would, that would be really cool. And I, I often say to my girlfriend or people, I always say, like, um, joking, I'm like, is your stock rising or falling today? Um, today, are you, are you, if people could invest in you, would they be selling or buying? Like, you, you do things every day that um, I like that, that are going to be, uh, that are going to help you or hurt you in sort of your status. And, and thinking about that inspires me of like, um, you know, like I think of myself that way. It's like um, just the ability for me to succeed. Um, so, but yeah, let's getting back to your original point. Yeah, like the like we talk about the Apple's high of needs and, and the carbon credits. The good we sort of say carbon credits are backed by the goodness of humanity and humanity capital is about helping people and understanding that when you so when you invest in a person, you're betting on them. And so it's all about trust. And so you, it's not a loan. It's a it's an investment where you, you hopefully you have a future that is a percentage of the future income. But if they don't make that much or if they don't work out, um, then you lose your investment. It's because it's your your your, your you you trust them and, and you um, you see them and you you know about them and you know that they're going to be successful. Um, so it's about it's it's sort of like creating a system in which you. It's sort of been creating an incentive to give people money. Hmm. The way I like like like, like to work at it too. Um, there's this you know there's you know some basic income, different policies of like giving just people cash or stimulus when, when they need it. But what if I could tell you that you know? And some people say you know some people say you give people money um, because you care or you don't care. I've, I've had people say to me like this is this is sort of like a a band aid and people you can't teach people how to care. And my point is, well, I don't have to. Even if people don't. Um, necessarily do it for um, for their own special kind of um, charitable reason. I, I'm I'm telling to the people you can it's it's good for you um, to invest in a person. It, it helps you grow your wealth. Yeah. Imagine if your portfolio investment portfolio grew as people you knew was going to be successful. Yeah. As they grew. Yeah. Um, and and you're you're going to make back your investment and more uh, potentially. Uh, it, with that's what you're doing when you're investing. That, that's what you're banking on. Is you're gonna um, you're gonna make that money back. So it's it's an incentive for people to give people money. Um, and 
trusting those people when you give the money to help out, help out their situation. That way, you want you clear their food, shelter. Um, you know, not so hacker means that they're going to really achieve and really you're going to create and really going to um, be successful. Dude, I, I agree with that a thousand percent. It's yeah. What about someone like you that knows someone like me? Like, I can't pitch myself to anyone, but you know, I friends that have known me forever. It's like. Oh, that's the motherfucker that was like a weightlifter in high school and got into med school. It's like, oh, you're making a podcast. It's like, oh, man, I can't wait to see it go. But like, not to jerk myself off, but like, that's what it is. And I remember listening. I remember Matt Walker sent me a link to Joe Rogan's podcast in late November, early December 2011. And he was like, hey, the Fear Factor guy like thinks like us. That was the text. Because... Is the link he sent me is a video you can find it it's called what is reality and it's like an early mashup of rogan's rants back when no one knew like the podcast he was the yeah. fear factor guy but he's going on and on and on dude i must have listened to that 10 minute clip i'm I, I fuck you not dude a thousand times before i finally like realized that it was a podcast i didn't i thought it was just him talking on like radio shows i didn't realize it was his thing but I remember hearing that, and when I first tuned into his podcast for the first time, probably like summer 2012, again, always knew him as the Fear Factor guy, but I was like, what is this? Here, You know, everything else is you get 30 minutes at night, 10 minutes of talking, commercials, here's the new Dodge Durango. And I was like, here's this motherfucker, and he's like, you know, brought to you by the Fleshlight, and he's sitting there smoking pot with Buddhas around him, talking to people about whatever, and one minute they're talking about, you know a new Sidewinder missile on an F-16 and the next minute they're talking about Pamela Anderson and then the next minute they're talking to, they're going into the stock market and Occupy Wall Street. That was one of the early episodes. You know, the Arab Spring and do you think Obama's going to beat Romney and then it's, you know, back to titties and I was just like, this is so great. I was like, because it's so I was like, it just feels and it took me a while and I put my finger on I was like, oh, it's just what it is, is it's just a conversation. And point being, I remember thinking, like, God, I wish there was, like, a Rogan stock, even though I only had student loans. But I was, like, I remember thinking I was I, – I kept a journal in, in college. I'm sure, I, I'm sure I can dig it up on one of my external hard drives. I was, like, I wish there was, like, a Rogan stock because it's like a Tesla where you, like, who's this Elon Musk character? You're, like, this guy's going to be big. And now it's, like, Rogan just signed a deal for, what, $100 million? And it's, like, yeah. it's like fuck, but – but that's what I remember thinking. Like, or, but it's happened with like other. My friend Ivan from Bulgaria, Mr. Bulgaria, six foot four. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now he's in Vegas. He's won a couple. Uh, he's placed number one at a couple bodybuilding competitions. It's just a matter of time before this dude is the next. Like, I'll be back. Like, it's you know Schwarzenegger, The Rock. Next one's gonna be Ivan, and it's like there's no Ivan stock though. There's no. You know, what do I do? I guess you could say, I guess you could say like companies in a way bet on people like that. Maybe like a whey protein company would bet on them. Get you to sponsorship and that's what he does. It's it's the, the hierarchy of needs. He needs enough to pay for his for his uh, gym membership in his apartment. That way he doesn't have to spend time at whatever. Right. Best Buy helping people out. Yeah, so, so, they, so they buy advertisements and sponsor him in the homes that they'll People will see it mm. and buy their products, but wait, what if you could say that there's even a greater potential of income for that? I think this guy Joe Rogan's going to be so successful 
that um, what, what did today Alyssa Milano was like Joe Rogan has three times as many views as me or something like pe- people are amazed by how successful the podcasting medium has done yeah. uh, and he brought it to a huge uh, sort of free form uh, non-constricted time yeah. um, and it's just um, it's it's a different way of thinking about it because um, if, if you could sort of pay for Joe Rogan's Sort of, he just was moving from California to Texas. But let's say he, back in those times, he sort of really was couldn't really find a home or mm-hmm. couldn't really figure out a, a stable location. And you just you know you gave you gave him money and you you he agreed to share. But let, let's say one percent of his income over the next ten years. Well, right now you've been making a lot of money. Ten million. Uh, you know. Yeah. Like like a hundred thousand or, or more. Um, for like a, maybe a, a, a couple thousand investments or, you know, um, so like it's, um, yeah. So that kind of, that kind of, in a, in that, in that's just, in this, it's investing in people. Um, and there's a lot of people like saying, you know, are, you know, that we get the, the whole, like the economies worth worth the people or, or people need to be more involved in, and there are systems in a lot of the ways that people uh, are not happy with the systems in america and and, and so the might the solution it's going to be social oriented okay well let's let's change the system let's let's change the incentive structure so we can we can um we can create ways align people to grow and help help each other um and that is a lot in alignment with karma credits rewarding kind things for other people uh and um and it's, it's definitely in the same vein and definitely aligning with a lot of people now how, how does how does it go from a neat idea which it is I, I think it's awesome but how what is like a, like i guess a healthy criticism or a healthy cynical critic how does it become real like let's for example sure. how would i how would somebody go what what do you need to live what is like the bare minimum you need to live a year a thousand thousand and a half a month two thousand what is like the bare minimum twenty four thousand dollars a year bare minimum sure so someone like me i would need ninety six thousand dollars four years in four years if i had just if every day i could wake up work out research listen to audiobooks find guests you give me four years with exponential growth fuck yeah i I could have this podcast over a million subscribers i I truly believe that my dumbass got into med school i could do that but I can't do that because I have to work. Right. How would that, just using me as an example, how would that go about? Like, what would, do, is is there the equivalent of a, a stock exchange? Do I make my IPO, no. Tommy, TPC? <laughs> Did is, how does it work? I'm, I'm, cur- I'm legitimately curious. We have the uh, TPC, now we got the TPS, TPS Tommy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so to make it real, uh, all you have to do is to go to humanitycapitalinvesting.com um, and sign up as an investee. So you say, I'm Tommy Kerrigan. Here's my podcast. This is what I do. Um, sort of tell them a little bit of information about yourself and what your plan is um, of how you're going to make back the investment that you're asking for. And then we're going to have, uh, we have, you can sign up as an investor or an investee. So if you want to be an investee, sign up to that. Or you find it as an investor and you sort of select people or you see people on the website that you want to invest in. Um, and uh, once we confirm that they're an accredited investor, um, and we've, they've had discussions with you, we can sort of draw up that investment. So it's as simple as that. 
Um, I'm, I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna sign up after this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Actually, I'll just have you text me the link. I'll and I'll post yeah. it again. What is it? Humi- humanity Capital. Humanity Capital Humanity Humanity Capital Investor Investment. Investing. Inve- humanity Capital Investing I will literally sign up tonight, Jack. I will. I will make That's my pitch. Great. I'll go get. I'll go get pictures of my. Uh, of my like tour badge from Miami med school. Like I really did it. I did the thing. I'll, uh, yeah, I will legitimately do that. I will be your first investee. And that would be badass. Cause what if I do make money one day? What if I could invest in a, in an Ivan be like, this motherfucker is going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. That yeah. is, now, how is this different from like a bank loan? Is it like an investment so in that you're just, if, if it doesn't work, it sucks to it sucks to be the investor and i don't owe yeah. anything investing and sort of investing inherently is, is risky in the it's sense gambling that, it's it's sanctioned yeah. gambling you're betting they're betting on you mm-hmm. um so it's not alone if um if it if it, if it doesn't work out or, or if things come up in your life um that's just um that is how it happens and there's no it's different from a bank loan that you're not you know, the credit credit union credit uh People will never come after you, and never collections or any, any. Uh, you're not. You don't owe them anything. Uh, you all you've agreed to is just let's say one percent of your income, one one to five percent of your income for the next few years, and you just give them that. And it happens to be a small amount, and they don't make, make that back their investment fully. Um, so it's uh, and, and it's it's going to be sort of a vetting process, and they'll get to know you um, to 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 know that you're going to do really well. And it, it's an agreement of both parties. So it doesn't have to be like a huge, huge lump sum. It can start out small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be adjusted. It's, uh, it's flexible. So it's, it's, the idea is that both parties win, mm-hmm. right? So the idea is that they help you grow and in turn, you make much more income and you're successful so that you help their portfolio grow, you, their investment grow. So okay. inherently it's aligned incentive. Um, so you, you both will want you both will want each other to be successful. Um, so and, and and also in the process it involves uh, being sort of a credit investor or firm. It, it would it sort of it would involve like sort of a mentorship role. Um, and like this really, if you've ever watched Shark Tank, um, they invest in, in 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 companies that aren't securities, um, but they 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 offer like sort of like an informal mentorship role where they'll, they'll take calls and they're have like a meetings with you or, or help you and and that, that's sort of what it would be an accredited investor would um would, would want you to succeed and so there would be they would take on an, uh, a, a mentor scroll and help you wherever they could wherever you thought they, they could be helpful um so that's that's another aspect of it is um aligned incentive and also just a real tangible mentorship and and uh uh creating a win-win for for people and, and lifting people to, to be the best they can be that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, normally, what would it like, just like with like a normal bank loan? What would it if I had ninety six thousand dollars over four years, two thousand a month? What, what would you end up paying something? Just like it's like a normal bank loan or a student loan. What what would you end up paying back on that? Like one hundred and twenty. I mean, one hundred and yeah. I mean, with with interest. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. Versus like yeah. this would be, let's say I get that. Let's say I get a fat Rogan, uh, a fat Rogan Spotify deal in 2025 2030 yeah i wouldn't be paying back 120,000 i'd be paying back 5 to 10 million but yeah but that's that's the whole reason why you can get that 96,000 in the first place without strings and, and, attached and let's say that. 
Yeah, you sign up for one to two percent of your income, five percent, and, and if five percent of your income is ten million dollars, I mean, it's it's pretty great. Like <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty fucking great. That, that might not have happened. I mean, that might have that, that would not have happened at all. Wouldn't have happened without that. One hundred percent wouldn't have happened. Yeah, no doubt. So I mean, yeah. So uh, for me, I would I would happily, you know, give up ten million out of my two hundred million that Absolutely. I made that year. Absolutely, <laughs> I would. Dude, I'd fucking give half. I would. I would. Yeah, to make that yeah. happen. Now let's say, let's say someone like me. Yeah, because I, I would never take that loan out of a bank because I think that in itself would probably ruin the podcast because I think I would probably be so anxious every night for four years being like, is it going to work? That I probably wouldn't be a good podcast host. I'd just be like freaking out the whole time versus versus like, a, I got a chance. Like, let's run with this bitch. It's completely different energy. Now, let's say just using myself as an example, as an example, Jesus. 2000 a month, four years, 96000 That doesn't just have to be one person, though, right? I could make my IPO, if you will. I don't even know if that's the right ex- metaphor. Can multiple people invest different? You could buy, you know, just like when someone buys one stock and someone else buys 45,000 shares. Can you do it as that? Can you have, like, I need to raise this? Yeah, that, that's honestly TBD. Um, Okay. It's a lot of research into what, like, like sort of like what makes it um, sort of with the okay by the SEC is that it's like sort of like a mentorship role and it's sort of an accredited investor is investing to help a person in there and they, they can share in their income agreement. Um, I have seen some pooled investment um, uh, structures similar in the past try, but um, I would need to look and do it more. But it's definitely an exciting idea, and I think it's I think it's definitely possible. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that's that is not possible, but um, but yeah, it's definitely an exciting idea, and, and it could it could be possible. Yeah, and it's so like I have to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube to get monetized, and that's when they'll put those shitty fifteen second ads at the beginning. You know, Geico, Burger, just all that shit. But then there's the whole there's the whole censorship, excuse me, censorship issue, which is a very real issue. I mean. Since Rogan has announced that he will be exclusively on Spotify come January, he he rarely ever trends anymore. Despite being Joe fucking Rogan. Yeah. Because YouTube sees him, he's like, this is this guy's not gonna be our cash cow. Yesterday he had on Post Malone, who's probably my favorite artist. Post Malone is huge in himself, 19 million subscribers on YouTube. Rogan, just Joe Rogan. Everyone knows that name. Joe fucking Rogan has 9.1 million subscribers. He had on Post Malone on his podcast yesterday. Joe Rogan, Post Malone, together, on psychedelic mushrooms, talking about UFOs for four hours. It did not trend. It was not on the autofill search bar. It was on no trending or popular or anything. Had a million, had over a million views in under an hour. That is an example right there of censorship. So if it happens at that level, no one even notices it when it happens on a smaller level. But I've I've used this example before, literally at work. I watched 20 people literally on their phones. I watched them subscribe, customers, people, friends of people subscribe in one day, 20. And I watched my, my subscriber, subscriber count go up one because it's a very, this isn't a, a far left podcast. I I don't hate Trump. I don't think he's the best, but I don't hate him. 
I think you should be yes. able to own guns. I don't think there's anything wrong with a strong border. All shit that does not that is not in lockstep. And I'm not trying to pull this podcast into a into a political argument. It's all, it's all good. But the, but the point being is is there is a there is an agenda that if you don't walk on that line, you don't get the keys to the kingdom. And so for someone like myself, there's a very real thing where I do have to go out and find a way to get this monetized because I'm not banking on YouTube anymore. I don't. I could very well see me getting to a thousand subscribers and then them just saying, eh, you violate the terms of service. What do you mean? You said the wrong word. So I've literally, the last week, I've been calling breweries, distilleries, pot companies, sex toy companies. I've been calling companies that in general are a little bit more relaxed just because of the very product they deliver. And I've been trying to get them to sponsor the podcast. I haven't had any success yet, but like, because I've, I've realized, like, I'm not going to get it through the traditional channel, the, the traditional, um, yeah, the traditional channel, the traditional form. So your idea really does ring. It, it kind of hits home with me because I'm like, that's exactly like what I need is that's exactly what I need to figure out because you're right. It's the hierarchy of needs. You know, I turned 30 in eight days. My parents aren't going to let me be here forever. <laughs> They're going to kick me the fuck out. And that's fine. I completely understand that, but it, admittedly, it the podcast suffers when when I work. I I love where I work. I love the people I work with, but it's not podcasting, and it's it's yeah. it's like why I took out a loan in college because I was like, I can go work at a bar and be a bouncer, and I did do that in two separate years, but my grades suffered when I did that, so I took out a loan, and it sucked, and I hated it, and it gave me anxiety, but. When I did that and I had so I could just pay for my rent, books, food, that's when I started getting 4.0 semester after semester after semester. And then I got into med school. And let's say I had gone on and, and gone to med school, I would have made that money back and would have paid that loan with no problem. Ten th- I took out, yeah, I took, I took out three consecutive $10,000 loans, $30,000. I mean, you're an anesthesiologist and you're pulling in 600K. Like, you pay that, but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I had to have worked at a bar and was exhausted and not, not going to sleep till 4 a.m. And I would have got C's and I would have never gotten into med school. But it's, yeah, that's my mindset right now. I'm like, like I need to find a way to pay for a shitty apartment, food, water, 1,800 calories a day, <laughs> access to a gym. And I, I know myself and I know my psychopathic work ethic. I've no, it, to me, it's not if it's it's when it's I, I will get my podcast to work, and anyone that knows me knows that's true. But oh, yeah. your idea really it does it hits home with me because that's exactly what. And for every me, I know there's a thousand others doing the same thing. There, you know, I, there's absolutely a thousand people that even your, your previous example. Let's say you had gone to med school, or, or then you know there's mm-hmm. a, huge concerns about you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And there's, I mean, there are tons of people across the country that are, you know, reconsidering going to college, reconsidering just doing different, really expensive, um, you know, schooling or MBAs or medical schools because they just they just don't have the money and they don't know. Even in this, a field like law, like where you know, when I was in college, I was told that like you know the law. The law Lawyers are actually saturated. There might, might be too much. But I didn't know if if I had someone that was like an, an accredited investor that like knew what he was talking about, like knew the knew the potential for earnings or knew my path, like and just 
and just said, look, you're going to be fine. I know this industry, like, I, and like, I want to invest in you, and I'm going to take the the pressure off so that you can start getting those 4.0s, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You can start just focusing on your school, and you don't have to be stressed out about a loan all the time where you're just like debilitating anxiety, and you are just set to succeed, which you want to do um, because you want to go to law school, you want to go to medical school, you want to do like that would be such a huge um, in our existence in some senses. But if if it was just opened up to mm-hmm. to the all the credit investors where they could do that um that would just um you know make people even more successful they're on those paths or or you know i remember in college i remember in college i i had an idea for i was i always lose things i'm very scatterbrained so i had an idea for a uh, i think i called it a bump in where you you attach like a, something to a small object to your keys or your wallet and just like calling your phone, you you press a button, and it just and it just starts beeping, mm-hmm. right? And um, and it like you attach it to like, and you don't like let's say to trigger it, you could just have like a dashboard on your home or apartment where you can just start, you can just press a button. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I remember like thinking like, well, I don't really have any. I'm a college, I don't have any money. That I don't have the resources. I'm just gonna focus on school. And then like a couple of years ago, I saw. Uh, my girlfriend gave me these things that were like that were that 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 were like literally and i was like oh like it was it was like if i had 2011 yeah if i had just like where would if you, i had yeah. like a little bit of help a little bit of mentorship a little bit of money like i could have made that happen like yeah. and that you know like yeah and it's like like any college that has like has the themselves as an idea man or an ideal person and they would like you know have ideas and they there's new little mentorship like that's that's what this program is designed to do is help those people or the people that want to strict to more to, to um, medical school or law school or whatever profession you need to get into it, it the point is it helps all kinds of people achieve their potential whatever that is it helps and everyone it helps people that are on the path and have good work ethic like you do or others that are um that, that are investees and and it helps them while also you know while also guaranteeing a level of um income to the person that took a bet on you um yeah in, in return so it's it's just aligning the two and it's, it's um it's gonna help a lot of people yeah that's what i like about it is it's not just like an idyllic romantic what if we all had everything taken care of and we could just pers- yeah it sounds great it'd also be great if there is no such thing as war like you know it's some things are pie in the sky but this is like this isn't that this is like no you can be an investor and make a fuck ton of money like yeah. gra- grab the reins of capitalism like don't yeah, you don't have to be. You don't have to be an idealist. You can exactly, be exactly. It doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah, you can literally be. Yeah, you got your hundred million dollars, and you're like, you know yeah. what? Fuck this kid, Tommy. His flag's always backwards. This kid's an asshole. He's got a gap tooth. But I but, like. But I like I money. But I like money. I don't like him. But I like money. Fuck it. Here's ninety six thousand dollars, asshole. Yeah. And then I get it, and I yeah. give him a bunch of money, and we never have to be friends. But it can be yeah. like hell. But you're right. It it it. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's not a flowery, idyllic. What if we all just like, yeah, I know those are all great. And what if there's no such thing as death? Like, but you know, reality comes knocking. It's and you can, yeah. My point is, you can be a realist and yes. realistically, you realistically model out the timeline of the the money you're gonna when you're gonna break even, when you're gonna mm-hmm. earn more money, and like you can even like like as a realistic person or a cynic, you could like be like you want to win, so you want to make back more your investment. So like, you yeah, know, like. Yeah. And at the same time, you're winning against that person. The person's also winning because they're making way more money. Like yeah. It's, 
and and yeah. yeah and there can be people where you look at them and you're like i'm not giving you a penny i don't believe in you that, that and that's fine you can just be like that's fine. you're just like i don't i don't see it i don't see you getting me anything it's i remember i i torrented like all the major like medical school uh prep guides my last year of college so like 2012 spring 2013 kaplan berkeley review exam crackers all of them princeton review and and then I went full OCD for like nine months and I made something like 2,000 slides of all the different material and I kind of Venn diagrammed it. I got the best stuff from each of them and I put it together. Highly illegal. It was all torrented. It was all stolen. But it's been seven years. I'm pretty sure that's the statute's limitation. So we're Gucci. But I remember I put it all together. I got a 35 on the MCAT, which was 96, 95.6th percentile. And I didn't take any of these $2,000 courses. And I remember as soon as I got in, I was like, well, I'm no longer competing. So I put them up on Reddit. And you can actually go onto my Reddit account, Calypso Casino, and go back. You can scroll back to my first post on Reddit. And it is what I'm telling you right now. You can go back, find it all. You can verify all of it. Yeah, yeah. I have in seven years. So I posted all, in seven years, dude. And the reason I did it is because I remember I had two friends, Sung Yup and Obi. I won't say their last names. One was from South Korea and one was from like Kenya who couldn't because their parents were poor as shit you know i i grew up very comfortable i went to ola in st pius as you know and as yeah. you did these guys were not parents owned laundromats parents didn't speak english parents and i remember their grades were struggling but i remember thinking like these guys are both fucking geniuses they're hardest working hard as fuck so i remember i put up these studies and again it sounds just like i'm patting myself on the back that's not the point i'm trying to get at though i'm an asshole but I remember I sent it to them. They were like, dude, thank you so much. And one of them was like, put it on Reddit. So that's what I did. To this, not to this day, to this year, I still get messages from people. Emails that, from like defunct emails that I forgot I even have. And it's like, hey man, like, you posted this study guide like eight years ago. And I'll be like, yeah, but I, I just want to let you know that like, like I couldn't afford classes, but like that got me in. And now, you know, and now I just finished residency. Or now, like, I'm married with three kids, but, hey, just wanted to give you a shout-out. Like, literally got one last fall 2019. I think that was the last one I got. But it was like, hey, dog, I'm finishing up, like, my psychiatry residency at, like, Tulane. But, like, I, I, your study guide, like, got me in. So, like, shout-out, bro. And, like, there was no, like, I never did it to get anything. But it was very cool thinking, like, how many more doctors are... Maybe it's... Maybe it's... I mean, I could probably count probably 30 30 legitimate examples of people saying they got in. But how cool is that? That there are 30, potentially, who knows? Maybe they would have got in without it. But let's say that there are 30, let's just say it's only 10% of that. Let's say there are three more doctors that there wouldn't have been. Think of how much one doctor affects the world. Yeah. And, and the, the friends I have, I know, for, I know for a fact, have gone and done things like hospital ships or Red Cross missions. And I'm like, how, how many people did that help because of that? Now, let's take out that idyllic, because it was idyllic. I was just, I put them up. I didn't give a fuck. It was like, I already got in. At that, you know, it was, did not come from like a loving place. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Um, but what if that like was an investment? What if that was like a, hey, these study guides, you know, this took me $1,000 to make. I'll, you guys give me 1% of your income. What if I was getting 1% of income from 30 physicians? <laughs> like, you know, like, that's a very real non-romantic, non-dreamy, like, 
shit, man, I could be sitting on like a cool 500 grand a year right now of return. And that's yeah. what, and it would only be a fraction for them. So that's what I like what you're saying is it, it's not it's not like a flowery kumbaya thing. It's like, dog, it can be as cutthroat as like floating a business on like Silicon Valley. Yeah. Sorry, I know I've been and ranting. You mentioned, you're mentioning it's just, it's just amazing how much your actions sort of giving that initial set of guide or get them get them past their first hurdle and sort of how many lives it affects is it's really like a wonderful life and not to sound too fly rosy but it's you know those the butterfly effect is real in the sense of like the more like when you make money or when do you when do you earn by investing in people those people are being lifted out of let's say poverty or or lifted out of or, or just already well off and are making more money and are helping uh, you know, by earning and creating, they're maybe employing people, or they're maybe um, creating more wealth, or you know, it's it's a it's yeah, it's I, I definitely believe in that, and it's um, I, I completely I completely agree with that, and it's um, but yeah, no, you're you're totally onto something there, yeah. I, 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 I think you are. So you go to doing like a fourteen minutes and at six thirty. You guys doing 14 more minutes? We'll wrap it up at 6.30? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Sounds good. Um, I'm starving. Um, so what are... I, lo- I, What's up? Sorry, I, I, I lost my thought there. You, we, you're mentioning kind of like the, the backgrounds of people that grew up and where they grew up mm-hmm. well or not. And I actually just got done um, reading Jeff Bezos' written testimony to Congress. And he was talking about how um, he, like, his, he had a single mom that like he, like, his mom went to school and like, he was like carried around in a duffel bag in school and like she was she was like studying and also feeding him at the same time and like um like you know i both both grew up well off and um just to the people that uh like like basically said he was like a, a garage inventor he was creating his out of his garage and mm-hmm. um just to those and he what i was i actually got inspired by reading his testimony he, one of the quotes he has was you know so figure out a way to invent yourself out of out of something. Like invent yourself out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he was joking about how he used to create little inventions to to mess with his siblings and stuff. And and if you see like that kid that's just creative, and you see the great kid that's like playing around, but he's actually figuring out how to create things, or even is doing really well as lemonade stand, or it's even like yeah, you can already tell has yeah. like the savvy savviness to like figure stuff out, like and um, you know good negotiation skills and. Once I yeah, once they're eighteen, you just want to bet on them. So it's it's all about promise and connecting um, those people, regardless of the background, but also especially people that that need that cash to start up, um, yeah. especially people that are that are in poverty or, or just on, on the line of poverty. But it's regardless of background, helping to make you money the same day you're helping someone else succeed. Yeah, no, I, there's a book I think you would really like. I'll send you a link as well. But Space Barons by um, Christian Davenport. And it's basically, it's basically, it's like the origin stories of Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. It's literally like yeah. the Superman origin stories, but like, it is what they, like how they started. And it's, yeah, it's, it's inspiring as hell. And it's, you can see like the, they both say like, the, like the most like pivotal point wasn't like when they made 20 billion. It was when they got just enough that it was like, okay, they like don't have to, you know, they don't have to do like a shitty job anymore. Now they can focus on this thing. Yeah. 
and it's literally like Elon Musk like setting up SpaceX and it's like a tiny little thing he's like we're gonna take on Boeing and everyone's like what the fuck he's like give me 15 years but like once you put the money aside from uh, Zip2 and PayPal once not a little he had sold them for like 150 million but once he had it he was like okay okay I got this and everyone's like what and he was like now I just like I have the money and I have the time I'll be back in a minute 15 years later sending up the dragon capsule docking with the international space station and then landing the rockets upright on fucking barges and it's just like flex nuts right and it's but but yeah like i mean dude steve jobs used to collect um recyclables on call on the college campus where he went and he'd bring them in and just get change and he'd every like sunday he would go get like a free meal at the soup kitchen because he didn't have diddly shit for money and then he became Steve Jobs. This podcast is being done on a MacBook Pro. Next to me is an iPhone with some AirPods. Like, it's fucking Apple. Like, that stuff can happen. And 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 why not? And again, this is not some dreamy. Everyone's gonna be successful. No, like, put a fucking money, put a dollar amount on it. Be like, I'm gonna get you know. Hey, you got a great pitch. It's cool. Oh, cool, Tommy. You got into med school. I don't give a fuck. Make me some money. That's totally. fine. That's and fine. Diversify. So, yeah. like, you diversify your stocks. What if you diversify in people? You had yeah. a, you had an investment in a comedian. You had an investment in a business owner. You had yeah. investments in a marketer. You had an investment in a lawyer. Yeah. And some of them, some of them are going to do as well as you thought, but some of them are going to do way better than you thought. And the yeah. best way, um, just because all of these people are looking to earn more money and are trying to be successful, and you you have confidence in all of them, knowing not knowing. All the other factors of the what what luck luck might break their way or what promotion they didn't get or what what family things what what family member might die or what what whatever's going on in their lives if you diversify you or if you invest in a bunch of different people and diversify your portfolio you're pretty much just like just like the stock market you diversify you guarantee like a, at least a six percent chance six uh, percent interest or uh growth every year through the stock market and through your 401k but if you could invest in people and the, the, those people are on average are guaranteed to be successful you just help 10 12 15 20 people become successful when and and you're earning a significant amount of money because sure it might be six percent or ten percent or 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 more that much over your investment but it's all that if you invest a lot of money it's a lot of money so it's um you know and diversify and you're picking out different different people in different categories you know to be successful and um and that's just going to lead to successful on both ends yeah not only that and maybe this does sound a little romantic or idyllic but fuck it who cares there's nothing wrong with being optimistic is yeah and let's say let's let's say that let's say Say you invest in ten people, hundred thousand dollars each. Let's say I'm one of them. Let's say nine of them fuck off, and but I but I make it. And I blow up my podcast ten times, hundred thousand. So he spent a million dollars. But then let's say I get a Rogan deal, and he gets ten percent of that. Now you're getting ten million dollars back for your million investment. But you know what I'm gonna do in return? If I'm now sitting on ninety million, give ten million back. I'm gonna be looking for the next podcaster, the next musician, the next fucking whatever. Here's a dude that makes art with I don't know old broken xboxes or some shit shit that normally wouldn't get any but you're like fuck it i can see that guy's art pieces in the guggenheim fuck it here's a hundred thousand dollars doesn't work all right but one of them does work here's ivan and next thing you know he's the new terminator it can still be a beautiful thing it can still be a money thing but like one of those people succeeds you got to, unless they're unless they're just a real asshole 
they're going to turn around and they're going to do it again, whether it's to build their own wealth or whether it's just to sort of, you know, give it back, see the next thing rise up. It's, I love it, Jack. I fucking love it. You've sold me. All right. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, um, like, like you, you're saying you have an interest in, you think that they're going to be the next, um, pick me because you like their form of comedy or you, you know, a lot of that being an investor, a good investor is just being right when everyone else is wrong. Mm-hmm. So like you, you know, that person, you, you know, you have confidence on that person and, and, and you make a, you invest in a bunch of different people, but like you like have a special niche in understanding why they're going to be successful. Um, um, I'm, um, I'm investing in different cryptocurrencies right now and I'm not an expert or like a crypto trader or any, any sort of, but I, like as being in the cryptocurrency space and creating cryptocurrency, they can unleash people like me to create cryptocurrencies. I, I invest in a bunch of cryptocurrencies that are doing that or that are making it more user friendly and mass adoption and not having all this crypto jargon and sort of needless technicality to where people don't understand. And my portfolio is up like 25% in the past month because like That's I awesome. have like a, a way of viewing things that I think because I've been in the crypto space or, or I, I just, I see that the way it's going for, for, for the unleashment of, of regular people to create cryptocurrencies and to create wealth through, um, through earning once people have the sort of capital to do so through humanity capital. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, both his ventures are all about unleashing the goodness in, in humanity and unleashing, uh, the pe- people to succeed and, and, and building trust. Yeah. Um, so trust is a major factor of it, um, and mentorship and communication, and um, and just creating situations where both both parties are going to be successful. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, cryptocurrency is all black magic to me, but that's... it was to me about two years ago, and it's still like gray magic. It's still like <laughs> gray magic. <laughs> it's still like uh, still cloudy magic. Yeah, it's still really, a little still foggy. Kind of get the incantations down. You kind of still turn some shit into frogs, but you're like, we're working on it. <laughs> so like, I like understand kind of the jargon, but I don't really understand much more. So, but I understand what I what I've done and what, what the currencies that are doing it like are doing. So it's yeah. I mean, um, just making a, making a stance and, and figuring out how to uh, how to invest your money and how to um, how to spread your knowledge to other people um, and at least people to earn and through the cryptocurrency or, or through their own life and income and businesses and ideas. Yeah. And, like, about. and then, like, who knows what can come out of it? I mean, the guys who created Grand Theft Auto, when they went to pitch their, their like, Gen 1 beta test of, like, GTA 1, where it was literally, like, 2D, bird's eye view, there was a glitch in it that made the cops just go crazy so they wouldn't just try to pull you over they would i mean it's the classical gta thing you know yeah cops are literally they go full kamikaze on you they'll fly yeah. off a bridge and it doesn't and matter that's if one they of the most iconic things about the game though. it's just the exact i was just playing they don't give a fuck dude they were chasing me on a helicopter i went into a tunnel they tried to follow me they wiped out took out a city bus 20 casualties but it's the iconic gta they will fucking use themselves as battering rams to kill you that was a glitch in the original one. And when they were doing the, like, the live pitch to the uh, late 90s, 
when the when they go to pitch it and they're showing them on the screen, they they were both the guys that I think it was two brothers. They're terrified. They were horrified. They were like, "Why is this fucking glitch?" And it's because these cops are just going crazy. As the legend goes, apparently the investors were just in tears laughing because they thought it was the greatest thing ever. Psychopathic, kamikaze, suicidal cops. And they Wait, fucking. It was, a, it was a glitch at the investor meeting. It was a glitch at the investor meeting. That's amazing. The rest is history. That's hysterical. That's insane. But yeah. now it's like I'm playing it on an Xbox One X on a wireless controller on a 4K TV in 2020, but it's GTA 5. And despite all the great graphics and physics, what's the funniest thing is goddamn cops <laughs> flying off bridges, blowing up, hitting gas stations, just one of us is gonna die! <laughs> like, you know, just screaming shit. And not quite humanity capital, but it's the same idea, man. What if you just see something that makes you laugh and you're like, fuck it. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. GTA uh, 5, best-selling game of all time. Like, I mentioned to you earlier um, the Dungeons and Dragons uh -huh. and games I'm hoping to run. I'm actually creating kind of like a video game, kind of, where like where I'm putting all the characters on a computer and like where they can move around and like go to different places. And it's very basic, but like I like there's a character, there's like a superhero theme, and one superheroes can like turn invisible. So I, I like accidentally made the character invisible, and I was like, oh, that works for the like there's like different ideas. Yeah. Like, and I didn't even mean to. So it's like just like you know different creativity. People. And my point is like like if you if if you invest in me, like for example, I have humanity capital, I have karma credits, I've just a different different stuff that I want to do and and create. And it's you're investing in that person and knowing. Knowing you're investing, and just sort of just wrapping up, just knowing that you're investing in a person, and you're helping that person be successful, and whatever their interest is, and and talking about, and they'll tell you how they're going to earn it back, but they could, they they could, and, and you know, even if they change their mind or even if they change fields, whatever they're going to do, because of their work ethic, your work ethic, um, my creativity, or, or whatever, they're going to be successful because you've seen you've seen them, you know them, you. You, you you've seen them increase their, their income over a certain time or shown really great promise and skills and you have to know they have marketable skills they just need the, the capital so it's really all about um investing in a person and investing in people and helping each other out and mentoring um and figuring out how how we succeed by helping others succeed yeah yeah and it's you don't want to invest in someone that's just and no, no hate on them. I hey, I get it. I get the comfort of a nine to five. I do. I'm not shitting. I used to shit on. It. I don't shit on it anymore. And I get it. You want to have a wife, a kid. You just want to watch Netflix. That's badass. But to the fucking weirdo like myself or you, that's those are the fucking psychos that they might just they might just they might end up face down dead in a ditch. But on the other end, what did Steve Jobs say? Those who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are often the ones that do. Like, yeah, you got to give them a chance. Like, whether you think you can or can do it, it you're probably right. And to your Henry point, like, let's say someone sees a risky investment in, in different people. You can also invest in a lot of people that are doing nine to five jobs, and you know they're going to be successful. You know they're going to do well at their jobs. Your blue chip people. That job. And they know they leave. Let's say they need money for. A down payment on a house, and yeah. they just don't really, really need the space for their new kids, or they're really struggling yeah. um, with their family and um, new expenses that they came up. Their their car got in a wreck, and they like just like different. It can just be applied to very normal situations, very like, safe investments, and, and 
and just helping out their, their family and getting through that and knowing that they're going to be successful. Um, and so it can be on a very personal, but also in a very, in a, in a very normal yeah. sort of way. Very as safe, well. safe, unrisky. Like you're, you're, yeah. you're blue chip people. Here's a guy oh. that needs money to buy like a new Honda. He, he's an accountant. Okay, there's he, like, there's he like a use the Honda first job. This yeah, he's successful. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah, here's a ninety nine percent chance I'm going to get my money back on my investment, with maybe yeah. you know a couple percent growth, and then yeah. for every fifty of those you do, you see some psychopath ranting in front of a podcast screen like myself, and you're like, "Fuck it," you know, fifty dollars on black. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you know, I'll fuck it. Yeah, spin the wheel. Who knows? Who knows? I mean. Yeah. Real, yeah, I know I said we'd wrap this up, but example. Um, what, what the fuck is his name? I can never remember his name. I have no idea what it is. I'm just going to sound racist if I guess it. But I think it's something Cho or Chow. But he was this dude that made this really fucked up, weird graffiti, super vulgar, like rated X, just pornography. He had his life all fucked up. Didn't really know what he was doing. He's been on Joe Rogan. But um, for years, like in the 90s, he just was always fucking up, he was addicted to gambling, was always getting like bit up, beat up by like loan sharks and shit. But he was an artist like no other. And finally, some small company, some Silicon Valley company was like, you know, this early 2000s, it was like, hey, we want something different, you know, we, you know, they're all trying to break out of the mold, right? They're all getting that Google energy. And they're like, we want you to come do just some crazy, like hands off, like graffiti inside the office, like, do whatever you want and he, and he did it and it was great and they were like hey like we, we can pay you like $25,000 for what you did or do you want like whatever like 25,000 stock shares and the guy being a gambler was like eh, fuck it yeah I'll take it well that was Facebook and he made 500 million dollars <laughs> hey amazing. he's been set since he's been on Rogan he's I'll, 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 he, just google any of those like terms and you'll find him but um, yeah. why why can't that happen? Why can't you just you know? Either way, they kind of invested in this guy, but at the same time, he was like, "Fuck it, let's see what happens." And a thing became Facebook. I'm not saying either were entirely uh, responsible for the other, but it's it's kind of that idea. Like, hey, like it's uh, I don't know, it's the hail mary in the last play of the game. Like, fuck it, let's see what happens. You know, yeah. maybe you win the Super Bowl. Maybe it's incomplete. You lose your investment. Yeah, I get it, but maybe not. And that's that's my pitch for myself. So anybody listening, <laughs> humanity capital yeah. investing, shout out. So um, let's wrap this bitch up, Jack. And uh, sounds good. Fuck yeah, brother. Always enjoyable. I got I got my test back from coronavirus today. I do not have it, so woo, it's a little win. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm not dead from coronavirus. So uh, hey, it's the little wins. I will go yeah. on. I will. I gotta. I'll start processing this video immediately to upload. But I will go on humanity, humanitycapitalinvesting.com. Sounds great. I will sign um, up. Yeah. It's good about your results. If you have your health and you have everything, you have everything. Hey. Yeah. Go inside this. <laughs> hey, I'm a good investment. I'm not gonna die, and I work hard, and I'm kind of crazy. It might work. It might not work. Buy T. Buy TPC stock. TPS stock. TPS. TPS. Love it. Jack McDermott. Always good to see you, brother. Let's do another one. All right, we'll, we'll do it. All right, my man. Peace, bud. All right, have a good one. You too, bud. Peace.
it's a very nice funny face, funny face. Who's a funny face? I'm a funny face. Oh, shit. 